Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Oh, no way. It is Monday, Pinch April punch. 1. Oh, this feels like, oh, now we're supposed to do like some kind of April Fool. I hate April Fools. Oh, well, no, it's Welcome okay. to Daily uh, Walk. No, I'm Becky Delavera, well, by the, the way. Record, Becky uh, Delavera, I hate April Fools. I hate a whole day where it's like, oh, can I believe anything that is reported today? It's so Pinch tedious. Punch. I want it. You did. You want it here on the podcast, but in real life, not so much. <laughs> Never. I... I here on the pod because here on the podcast I have to be the one saying like blah 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 what day it oh, is so of course yeah, I can't be oh, saying pinch punch you just simultaneously oh, I can't just, speak just with em- two voices embrace embrace the moment say who you are you haven't right. said your name welcome to people to the yeah Jay to the show. okay let me uh, let me pray then and in this moment of happiness <laughs> Heavenly Father it is great to call your name uh, thank you for today thank you again for this passage. Complex as it is, and what it calls us to, we ask for your blessing, your wisdom, and in Jesus' name, Amen. Okay. I'm still happy. Are you? I'm reading from the New Living Translation the NLT, or am I? Is oh, it just a big <laughs> April Fool? Oh no! Oh, goodness. Okay, it's John chapter right. twelve, verses twenty through thirty-six, and everything that I do today will be serious because I'm a serious person. Good. Subheading: Jesus predicts his death, and I mean, see, this is already a serious it is a topic. Serious. There's, there's no levity yeah. here. Some Greeks who had come to Jerusalem for the Passover celebration paid a visit to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee. They said, "Sir, we want to meet Jesus." Philip told Andrew about it, and they went together to ask Jesus. Jesus replied, "Now the time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory. I tell you the truth: unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone." But its death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care nothing for their life in this world will keep it for eternity. Anyone who wants to serve me must follow me, because my servants must be where I am. And the Father will honor anyone who serves me. Now my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray, Father, save me from this hour? But this is the very reason I came. Father, bring glory to your name. Then a voice spoke from heaven, saying, I have already brought glory to my name, and I will do so again. When the crowd heard the voice, some thought it was thunder, while others declared an angel had spoken to him. Then Jesus told them, The voice was for your benefit, not mine. The time for judging this world has come, when Satan, the ruler of this world, will be cast out. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this to indicate how he was going to die. The crowd responded, We understood from Scripture that the Messiah would live forever. How can you say the Son of Man will die? Just who is the Son of Man, anyway? Jesus replied, My light will shine for you just a little longer. Walk in the light while you can, so the darkness will not overtake you. Those who walk in the darkness cannot see where they are going. Put your trust in the light while there is still time, when you will become children of the light. After saying these things, Jesus went away and was hidden from them. Mm. It's good. It's good. 
I enjoyed it. Our question this week is long. It is. uh, Today it is a long question, but it is a good question. Here it goes. William Barclay says, No doubt we will exist longer if we take things easily, if we avoid all strain, if we sit at the fire and cosset life, if we look after ourselves as hypochondriacs look after their health. Mm -hmm. No doubt we will exist longer, but we will never live. Do you agree? Does living with the purpose... And boldness require recklessness. Hmm. Well, hmm. I don't know if anything in the quote implies that you have to be reckless. Um, I think that the opposite of sitting by the fire and never leaving the room and just kind of worrying about yourself all the time doesn't have to be recklessness precisely. But no, I, that's I've, fair. That's the word fair. reckless has certain connotations to me that are not quite the same as boldness or purpose. Like, I, I, I well, don't maybe, think maybe, the person maybe, should be reckless. I really don't maybe think Maybe the recklessness that. could be like, kind of like a free, a level of freedom that's just kind of like no rules barred. And, but it's a, this purpose and boldness that calls you to this space. Well, reckless to me sounds like you're not taking you any sort of precautions and you don't care. And I think yeah. that you can do bold things and live with a great deal of purpose while still thinking that you do have some responsibility. Well, I mean, these are two ditches, neither one of which you want to fall into. I don't think you should be reckless or sit around and just um, kind of worry about... I've heard some people have this theory. This kills me with laughter. Um, The idea that you only have like a a certain finite amount of of like life force. So these people don't oh, yeah. believe in exercising because they think if you exercise, it'll just oh, cause you to die. I like these earlier. people. This is great. You should send me this website. Like, what? It's not a website. <laughs> I mean, I, create there, one. I'm sure there is a website. There are probably millions of them, but I, I didn't see it on a website. It's just so I, I think. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a goofy. Oh yeah, thing terrible, to think. goofy. No, or um, it could be really true. Um, no, it's but true. no, I, I think that Jesus' point that. Sometimes, you know, I mean, the thing with the wheat that it has to die in order for something else to happen. I think, mm. you know, the thing is, a lot of us probably do clutch on to life a little bit much, not keeping in our minds the realization that we are going to die anyway. There's nothing that can stop that. So you don't want to not do things just because you think it's going to hasten your. I think there's Your a death. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on inside this passage as well. And obviously, John is packing a lot inside it. But but being hidden inside, being hidden inside this passage, and the fact that Jesus is taken away because he predicts his death. I mean, he just he's raising the level of uh, of his expectation of what he's going to do with his life and what he's calling everybody to be as well. And I, I love this, uh, the reference of uh, looking looking to the cross and saying, you know, you've got to look up to me and, and if I be lifted up. And I think there's there's this illusion, this great illusion back to Moses as well in the wilderness. And I think it's just, it's good to kind of remind ourselves that inside this story here, Jesus is saying, look, there's things that you do that uh, are just kind of extraordinary just they just they expect you to do something bold that requires you to have faith and to trust God in a way that you never would imagine. Well, I'll give you an example. When the Joshua was home for spring break mm. the other week, the boys were watching a documentary on people who freestyle climb El Capitan. Oh yeah, yeah. So no ropes, no nothing, no safety. I mean it's extremely they should go to that dangerous website thing that says to life do. force is limited. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely, I mean, this is a thing that I would call reckless yeah. in the extreme. 
because, I mean, your chances of dying are very high. A large number of people who do that do die. Um, but, I, I mean, at the same time, to me, that's a reckless thing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't feel like the thing that you've achieved justifies mm-hmm. the risk, although for them it does. And I do think that people have a right to define the meaning of their own lives. And so, you know, fair enough. But I think we all have to kind of gauge what we're risking for, whether the risk and the payoff actually makes sense to us. And so I was talking to a friend of mine who who does a lot of uh, bouldering and climbing rocks all the time. And and, uh, and I, I was talking to, to this person about... Uh, the different different styles of how people climb, and and this person shared with me how they have a friend who you know climbs really large mountains. Mm-hmm. So when you climb a really large mountain, you kind of you look at it and you just say to yourself, "I've just got to reach the top." So there is no specific route. I'm just going to my goal is to reach the top, and I right. will just find whatever way. Mm-hmm. Whereas those who who do more of the smaller, the 30, thirty feet or so, they're like they know these are the routes that I take, right. and so and so famously did it this way, and so I'm going to do it this way because that's mm-hmm. kind of like a fun thing to do. So um, there is a certain level of freedom. So then, when you take a person who's used to climbing really large mountains, and you put them in a situation where they only have to climb these thirty, forty feet. Do they follow the prescribed route or do they just say, I've just got to get up here, scramble to the top right, any which way they do? And how do these two personalities uh, coincide and co-live together and work together in that situation? And I think this is the way that we approach life sometimes, that we we have this kind of like, we look at uh, things where we're like, there's a route to actually do things or there's a freedom to go any which way we well, want to. Well, my thing with it is I don't care whether there's a route or not. I want a rope. Well, that's fair. I want a rope. And I want a fixed rope of some, or I want to be belayed <laughs> or something. I that's want fair. something where, because I have been in a situation where I fell, and no, if I hadn't been fair. roped, I would have died. That's fair. Um, and I've been in a situation yeah. where I saw a guy with no rope who almost fell off yeah. the top of a mountain. He didn't, but yeah. that would have been awful to have had to sit there and watch that. Um, so, so it's like, me, I'm like, Hey, go for the thrill, but just have the rope. Let me give you the, we ran out of time. So let me just give you the synopsis of this question. Uh, does living, living with purpose and boldness require recklessness? Uh, think about that. Look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.